Hi there guys, welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. This is Carlos, your host. Uh, on today's episode here, we'll be covering multiple different beers. Uh, unfortunately, the brewery we went to here locally in uh, Marco Island, Florida, uh, did not have pegs or growlers, growlers or any sort of bottled or canned material that I can bring to the Airbnb. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to go with the next nearest option. Uh, up from Tampa, um, this brewery is called Cigar City Brewing Co. So on the first beer we're trying out here today, we're going to be trying out uh, the beer called Frostproof. By the way, guys, I forgot to fully introduce here the individual who's going to be joining me today on this podcast. Your name, sir? Alejandro. Alejandro. Welcome to Outdoors Brews and Barbecue. For those thank of you, you thank do- you. Go ahead. What was that? I said, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know Alejandro, Alejandro is my brother from Virginia down in Florida. Joined some summer heat. He uh, was bitching this morning about how hot it was. was Humid. Humid as hell. Welcome to Soggy Balls World. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but the first beer we're going to be going ahead and tasting out here from Cigar City Brewing Co. is called... Uh, Frostproof. Um, let's go ahead and take Frostproof here into the equation. Damn, Frostproof geez. is a Belgian-style white ale. It's in at 6.0, a, uh, 6.0 APV. It is a citrus spice of over-vescence. Each share of place in a sunshine inside a Belgian-style white ale brewed with orange peels uh, and wheat inspired by the finest wit beers of Belgian Frost, Belgian-style white ale boost a slightly higher alcohol strength than many beers in the style, lending a more expressive fruit character, assortive flavor profile from the Palmetto Prairie and beyond. So let's take a look here of what we got in this beer. Um, as far as pouring it into the cup, what kind of color you got over there? Got a nice gold with a good head on it. Very it nice. Does, yeah, it does have a decent head to it as you pour it into the cup. Um, the color profile, just how you said, is a nice golden, golden tone. Mm-hmm. Looks uh, great. I mean, yeah, it does look a little hazy. I ain't gonna lie. It does have a dense color tone to it. Yeah, no, it's definitely not see-through. It's no light beer. Flavor profile is actually not that bad. This is uh, a white ale, white wheat ale. It's great. Be- Belgian-style white, sorry. And it tastes really smooth for a Belgian. Yeah. No, it is very smooth. It's very full. Now, if you had to kind of choose a platter you would kind of pair this up with, what kind of platter do you think would match best with this Belgian-style white? Oof. This would be good for like a burger or some type of like meat. Some type of steak or burgers of sorts. That would that would that would match up nice. You know, it's not okay. it's not too much. You know, it's not too overwhelming. It would it would pair up perfectly. I, I mean, in my opinion. Okay, I was thinking more of something like uh, the burger. Definitely is an option. Um, I was thinking maybe you know one of those thick 
size pretzels oh yeah um, something carb heavy something uh you know something filling right right even though it's low on the apv bar as far as beers i like it's to drink. it's a it's a lighter you know it's not too he- it doesn't it's a little, little bit heavier than your average Stella or your average Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's definitely no light beer, but it's not no fucking Indian pale ale, you know? Well, it depends on which Indian pale ale we're talking about, because there's Indian pale ales out there that are well beyond the six. Well, I'm APB sure we'll bench. get to that soon. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> on today's episode, you might be getting into some of those. <laughs> um, it is good, though. I, d- I definitely do like it. It's I feel this is a beer Color's nice. A uh, beer I can have year round. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. There's definitely no season to this. It's a, it's it's like I said, like it's not too heavy to like have a specific season. Okay, so it's not a summer beer. It's not a spring beer. It's not a winter beer. This is a you can have any time of the year beer. I would say I would say this is perfect for a barbecue. I would say this is perfect for a appetizer on a Christmas dinner. I mean, this is a good beer to have anytime. It's not. It's not. It's not overbearing. Now, we are tasting these from cans, so based on the flavor from the cup that you served yourself into, do you notice any difference in the flavor if you have it from the can? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, no, I, I definitely get the aroma after the pour, of course. Okay. It, ha- it had a nice head to it. I mean, it, ha- it smelled nice. No, the aroma, the aroma's not bad. I... I like you said, I think I like more the aroma from the cup than I do from the actual. Yeah, cans. absolutely. Yeah, the the head that I had when I first poured it was it was good. I mean, at least the, the first impression of the beer was nice. Okay. All right. So again, pe- uh, peeps, we're looking at uh, brewery Cigar City Brewing Co. up in Tampa, Florida, um, and the first beer here we had just tasted out was the Frostproof, the Belgian style white. So for a Belgian style white, I say from a point twenty five to a five point oh, what would you rate this beer at as a standard everyday rating for the beer you're tasting? Uh, it's hard to say. I would say three and a half to four. It's not bad. It's good. I would compare it to the Allagash White that I've tried before. I mean, it's it's a good beer. I wouldn't I wouldn't go lower than that. Okay. So three and a half to four, you said, right? Yeah, uh, I'm more or less in that same ballpark. I think I'm going to give it somewhere like a three seventy five, uh, maybe a three point five. And there goes the little four legged runner right on that nice, uh, <laughs> nice hardwood floor. floor. <laughs> uh, Got a nice little corgi running around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's transition here to the next beer. Um, as we transition, let's go ahead and let's talk about some outdoor gear. Uh, the outdoor gear that I wanted to bring into today's episode is another backpack by 511 Tactical. Um, that backpack is called the Rush 72. Rush 72 is a backpack that you can genuinely use for a 72-hour period if you are going out there into the wilderness. It does have a nice molly webbing exterior, so you can add multiple attachments. Um, as far as its capacity of the bag... Um, you guys are going to have to give me a second there because I forgot to write that down, <laughs> but I'll look that up real quick as we continue to describe this bag. It's got two nice side pockets to it. Um, in those side pockets, you can fill, you can attach or put in something as big as a nice, uh, 36 ounce water bottle. It does have multiple pockets on the front, including a section of the bag that 
theoretically is detached from the bag and you can put something as big as some nice hiking boots on that front section. Um, it's got a nice little thin pocket on the top. Um, that thin pocket on the top can fit something like a cell phone, keys, uh, wallet, badges. Um, but as far as on the very top of the bag, you do have a nice smooth pocket where you can put in some sunglasses, some shades, prescription glasses. Um, while on the back, you have a hydration pocket. So you can fit in something as big as a 1.5 liter hydration pack with its hose coming out through a little uh, pinhole it has on the top. And you can tie it right over the sleeve. Um, so you have yourself a good 72-hour hiking backpack with multiple pockets on the external as well as the attachments you can add to it. Um, as far as um, the top pocket, let me get here. We're getting to this section. My bad, guys. I should have had this already pre-written. Um, almost there. Getting to the description. Here we go. Its total capacity of the bag is a 55-liter backpack. So it's a decent size. That backpack. is a great bag, honestly, because I, I, when for my trip down here, I bought a 60-liter bag, and I had more than enough room for everything I needed for a week. Yep. I mean, I don't need... I mean, I had... More than half of that bag. So, yeah, that's, that's, you could definitely do a lot with a 55 liter. A 55 liter backpack is a decent sized backpack. I mean, you guys, you can use this for everyday use. Um, it's, it holds more than it appears it can. It doesn't appear to be that bulky until you truly fill it up. Um, yeah, no, no. I, for my, I got mine and I got a, a 60 liter at REI and literally roll it up into a bag. Zip oh, the bag nice. up, you know, and it's a fucking two foot by, not even two feet. It's a foot by a foot, you know, of a bag, and that okay. holds sixty liters, like rolled up into it. Okay, so it's a so, nice, you know, it's a it's a nice thing. I mean, so is it more like a duffel bag or is it more of a backpack? It is definitely a duffel bag converted into either or, which sounds absolutely like familiar to the one that you are describing right now. It sounds like the same exact type of bag. Well, I would love to see how they compare. Well, for sure. We, I have, I brought it here on this trip so we can definitely photograph and compare the two that you're describing versus the one that I'm talking about, 511. Um, but the 511 Tactical 72-hour rush bag is um, price tagged somewhere between the 150 to the 175, um, depending if you go for the camouflage one or depending if you go for any of the oh, standard whole that's colors. That's pretty cool, though. Camo, ah, can't go so wrong with that. If you are definitely going to use it for backpacking or hiking, or hunting for that matter. It also fits a uh, decent sized rifle right through the side sleeve. Ooh. So you can have your rifle hanging right there while you hike. And then all you gotta do is just pull the rifle out and get ready yeah, to hunt. Yeah, that sounds great for like, you know, backwoods camping. And there you go. Um, but not bad for a 55 liter backpack. Um, no, yeah, definitely. I would love to see the comparison between the two. I mean, sounds like a great, great bag. All right. So as we transition here, let's move on to the next beer in the lineup. Uh, next beer in the lineup that we had from Cigar City Brewing Co. Uh, is the Florida Man Down Under. Oof. So the Florida Man Down Under was one is a Indian Pale Ale. Um, this one I have not tasted myself yet, so it'll be a first time tasting for me. All right. It has a nice color tone to it. As I'm pouring it here into the cup, it's got a nice, uh, I'm going to say it's 
slightly denser than the first beer we just had. So slightly denser than the Frostproof. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it does have a slight touch of head. So some bubbles on the top there. For those of you who don't know what head is, let's not get any uh, wrong ideas into this <laughs> equation. Because uh, on some of the first few podcast episodes that we've done on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue, we've had individuals who were like, head, aye. Yeah, don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. <laughs> we're talking about two different types of heads. Here, here cheers. When you want to talk about chopped off heads, chopped off oh. heads, that's a different topic also. <laughs> All right. So Florida Man Down Under is the one that we are currently tasting Down here. Down Under. Australia vibes. So some Australia vibes going on. Uh, so description as it is on the back of their can. We have turned the world's worst superhero upside down by brewing a moderate alcohol version of his nickname or his namesake. Sorry, let's rephrase that. Namesake beer with fruits forward. Uh, Mutaka, I'm guessing that's what it says there. Galaxy and Nelson Swiven hops grown in, south- in the Southern Hemisphere, creating a flavor profile that's crazier than the alligator in a box- boxing a kangaroo. Oh, okay, okay. But Southern Hemisphere is a lot of space. Southern Hemisphere <laughs> is definitely a lot of space. <laughs> they didn't give this too much of a good description. I want to be honest. <laughs> when I read Hemisphere. this thing off the back of the can, I was like... Mm. Well, I do. I did pour it and I did try it. And this is a great beer. Great I wouldn't beer. say it's not It's not bad whatsoever. It's a good beer. Good beer for an IPA. Um, I've had better and I've had worse. Okay. I've definitely had worse. I've also had better. <laughs> but... If I had it's to, a good beer. I like the beer. Not bad. Not bad for an IPA. Um, it has a more of a tart flavor. It has more of a... If you had to... Give, it's very, very similar to um, a different beer I've had. You know, it's very, very tart. Very... Uh, it's, 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 it's similar to like a Cloudy Day uh, from Solus is what okay. I would compare it to. So Solus is a brewing up in Virginia, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I haven't seen Solus yet, but I'll trust you on that judgment. It's a it's a good beer. It's a good beer. Okay. So if you had to rate this from a point twenty five to a five, uh, where would this come in on the rating scale? Uh, three point two five. Three and a quarter. All right. We're shooting it high. Okay. Um, I I'm almost on that same ballpark with you. I don't think that it's a bad beer. It's an would average. It, it's like an average. It's an know? average IPA. Would yeah. it be my first choice of an IPA? No. Mm, um, but I can't shoot it down that deep that fast. Uh, I think that I if, can. if it <laughs> if it was a beer that you know it, I had at a friend's house, I would definitely go for it. I don't see oh, that yeah. that it's a horrible IPA. I've had worse, but it, uh, I'll stick with you on that one. I'll give it a three twenty five as well, as far as a rating from point twenty five all the way up to five on Untapped. Um, the 325 kind of sounds like it matches its standards. It's a good average beer. It's like it's not a light beer. It's not a bad beer. It's not. It's a good IPA. Okay. It's not a bad IPA. It's not a great IPA. But it's a. It's an. It's a nice IPA. I mean, I'll definitely have this by with you know some good smoked sausages or. Some oh, brisket. Yeah. With some with a little bit of Italian uh, bread there with some, some chorizo. Some chorizo <laughs> on it. You know. I, I think that's the type of platter this beer lands best with. Mm-hmm. Um I think some uh it would, 
It would blend well with a burger also, um, but you got to go a little fancy on the burger. It can't be your average cheeseburger or hamburger. No, it's got to be something, uh, egg maybe. Maybe yeah, a little bit of bacon. Egg or, you know, hollow. A little bit of fat on it. Hollow center burger with a fried egg in between ooh, ooh. Um, with some bacon and avocado on top. You make me you hungry. Know, making you hungry with <laughs> yeah. um, But I think that's the type of beer that we're that you would kind of put into this ballpark that matches best with this beer. Again, this beer is called the Florida Man Down Under. It's a uh, Indian pale ale. It's got. It's funny because it has a very similar name to a beer that's further down the road, which is actually a double IPA. Um, but we'll be touching base on that one um, in a few moments here after we get through the next beer that's in the lineup. What is the next beer? Next beer here in the lineup is their Hyalai Indian Pale Ale. This is the most common beer you can find almost anywhere from Cigar City. Hyalai. Yep. And I say almost anywhere because I've seen this at BJ's, the restaurant. I've seen this at a gas station. I've seen this at Total Wine. I think that this is like their most popular selling beer out of the Cigar City Brewing Cup. So that is going to be the next one we have here in the lineup as we finish enjoying this Florida man down under. So you, where, where, where did you say that this um, Cigar City Brewing was out of? It's uh, Tampa, Florida. Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Um, interesting. They have some nice next door neighbors also. Yeah. There's another brewing co up there that I would go to in a heartbeat. Um, and they have a beer called Unholy. Oh, I think we, when we went to actually get these beers, we might have peeped it out. Yeah. Got a little, it, was there, it was there in the fridge. And I thought it about getting that. It was a triple, out. wasn't it? It's a triple Belgian <laughs> style beer. That's the type of beer that typically calls my name 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but as as I saw that beer, I was like, oh, there's only two different beers from that brewery. Let's not go for that one right now. I think we're going to let's stick to uh, Cigar City, who has a wider selection here for us at this moment. We did get a nice variety on these. Uh, Either way, I'm very interested on this uh, triple. Here. Uh, well, there is something remotely close to it that we have in the lineup for today's really? episode, uh, which was the one that everybody else here in this household <laughs> Gave a 1.5 because they don't know how to drink beers. They like drinking <laughs> piss. <laughs> so, um, but if for those of you out there that have been in, in an episode with me or have tasted beers with me, you guys know that I love Golden Monkey. Um, and Golden Monkey is a triple Belgian style beer. And I think that the beer we have at the end of today's lineup matches very close to that uh, family of yeah. beers. Uh, and it is from Cigar City and Brewing Co. Oh, well, I'm so very I'm excited. Looking though. forward to tasting this beer um, in the lineup, <laughs> uh, as we still have two more in between that one because that is the last one of the episode. But let's transition here. Let me finish what I have here in the cup. Okay. Yeah, I'm waiting on you. Come on. What your cup's already empty? I still see beer in there. What are you doing? It's foam. Got, uh, <laughs> All right, so next beer in the lineup here is Highlight. Let's get to the description here on my cell phone. All right. Oof, just the sound of that can. Yeah, I know. It's just Jesus, enough to get you They have made the description <laughs> any longer, bro. Uh, native to the Basque region of Spain, the game Highlight involves players launching a ball from a curved mitt 
called the Kesta in an attempt to outsmart and outmaneuver their opponents in the court called the Fronton. Native to Tampa, Florida, Highlight IPA is a bold, citrusy, and balanced Indian pale ale that involves six different hops. A variety used uh, generously in a 7.5 APV beer, while a number of Fronton's in our home state, Florida, has dropped since the sport peaked in the uh, mid-1980s. Do I remember having Highlight announced all over TV commercials? Really? As a child during the early 90s, mid-90s, into the late 90s. And I think after the late 90s, it just faded out completely and just died. What? Are you I haven't well, seen... And then again, I'm not in the same generation, but at the same time, all I see was big brands. You know what I mean? All the Budweiser, all... all I never saw Highlight, ever. I mean, the game Highlight, the sport itself, the best way I can visually describe it to you because you, like I did, play lacrosse. So picture yeah. the lacrosse head, but it's tied to your hand. Well, then the oh, a big, okay. huge so wood like, curve. That is what highlight is. <laughs> so at that speed that that ball travels, that thing hits you in the nuts, you're going to go down. <laughs> no doubt. All right. I hope you're wearing a titanium cup. Yeah, no right? shit. <laughs> Um, but that is that. That's highlight. It's it, it's a big, huge it's wooden. A, no, scoop. I know. I know what now. When you're saying it, I I recognize that 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 is an extreme sport, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's a rare sport. You don't see that. You sport don't that see often. it. Yeah, it's like one of those extreme sports that like people get into. All right. So the last piece here of the description: Cigar City Brewing pays homepage to the sport and the dedicated players of patrons who keep Florida's tradition alive. With this, its flagship ale, look for notes of orange peel, uh, clementine, and a light caramel to share the story of the sunshine of Florida with beer lovers across the globe. So orange peel, what like a blue moon garnish? Uh, yes, I was going to look more for the citrusy type of hint to the beer as we popped it open. I haven't popped it open or served it into my camp uh, cup here yet. I know you already popped it open, but. Let's get go. this uh, beer into the cup and let's see what we get. Um, again, this is a IPA a well, as well from Cigar City and Brewing Co. Now we are looking at a much denser gold color. It's very nice. It's got a very nice color, tone to it's it. It's a very nice tone. If I this had is to- what I imagine an IPA looking like. You know, this when I think IPA, this is what it looks like. A nice dark, you know, brown... Nice head, full body. If I had to compare that body to something else other than beer, man, that color almost looks borderline whiskey. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It's got a very nice color to it. Yeah, that's great. You Let's know. see how it tastes. Go ahead and taste it. Let me, tell, let me know what you taste in there as I uh, continue bullshitting here through the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, we're, we're being as genuine as we can here in this podcast. We're tasting the beers and, and giving you our 50 cents of what we taste in these mm. beers. Best one I've had. Best one you had so far. Best one I've had. You can see why it's a beer they typically sell almost everywhere. Yeah. This is an this IPA. Is a good one. No lie, I have not failed to find this IPA at any location I've gone to. So um, you say you liked it a lot. I did. I did like it a lot. This is a good beer. Not bad. It's got a little spice hint at the end of it, like the after flavor. Phenomenal. 
Do you feel that little spice or? No, know? yeah, I absolutely do. This is what I think when I think IPA, this is the type of beer that I think. I mean, this is a good beer. I like this beer. You like that beer? So from a one to five, from a point twenty five to five, what would you four give? Four and a half. A four and a half. So we're going to be shooting high ball that high. Four and a half for this beer. Not bad. All right. Um, uh, I'll give it a good four and a quarter. Um, I've had an IPA or two that is, I would rate slightly tastier than this, but this is not bad. I liked it enough that I would definitely, this is something I would buy for my fridge. I would have mm-hmm. this in the fridge Absolutely. if I wanted an IPA to match with, you know, any sort of platter. I don't feel this has a platter limitation. Not at all. I think a nice uh, charbroiled uh, uh, chicken breast with maybe some pasta would match well Shit, with this. dude, some lamb. Some lamb, some deer would also match very well with Anything this. Anything gamey would be great with this. Yeah, I think... Uh, Duck, I mean... Some, as we Hispanics call it, un poco de lechon, or some pork. pork Let's translate be, yeah. that so that we know what we're talking about here. Yeah, you walk out of here with a beer and some pork, big belly. If I had to relate it more to the barbecue world, I would say maybe some pulled pork. Some, you know, yeah. nice Texas-style pulled pork would match great with this IPA. Um, if I had to go for some sort of steak, a good uh, skirt steak. You know what would go good with this? It's a nice rack. Nice rack of baby back ribs? Yep. Ooh. Now, Tell me it wouldn't. Baby back or prime ribs? What would you go for? Baby back. What do you mean? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> baby back ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think a good pair of... Damn of, right. Damn fucking right. What do you mean? A good this pair is of baby good, back ribs nice, would go well big, Oh, my God. It's the first thing I thought of, honestly. It was like a nice little barbecue. I was like, what would go well with this in a barbecue? Fucking ribs. The ribs with this IPA would go really well. Oh, my God. And this is, again, Highlight Indian Pale Ale. This is from Cigar City Brewing Co. I mean, other than ribs, what the heck would I also have this with? <laughs> Some smoked chicken wings would also be a good option. Wings would be good. Wings would be good. Some smoked chicken wings would be a good option. Yeah. 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 No, no doubt. This is a Other good than beer. wings. I think wings, ribs, and pulled pork, I think, would definitely be the top options. Yeah, nice. Other than, you know, just our traditional <laughs> this Latin. is that this is that sloppy Joe type of beer. Oh, for sure. That's exactly what I'm talking thinking about that pulled pork. Yeah this, is, yeah, this is the sloppy Joe you want like something to wash it down with. This is that type of beer. You get a nice good meat in you and you need to wash it down with something like hey, this. Meat in you. We're going to go that way. Yeah. um all right so now we've officially already put two ipas into this ball game and we started off with a belgian style white now we're jumping to double ipa so now we're double ballparking what we just tasted um at the first one we put into this ball game again was frostproof that was the belgian style white Second one we had in this ball game was Florida Man Down Under. That was your first IPA of tonight's, ranging in at six and a half percent APV. Your High Ally, which was the last one we just did here, was ranging in at seven and a half percent APV. 
All right. And now we're jumping over to the Florida Man Double IPA. So Florida Man Double IPA is another beer by Cigar City Brewing Co. And Cigar and Florida Man Double IPA ranges in at 8.5% APV. Now, based off of their description um, that we got right off their website, let's see here how they best describe this beer. Well, you tell me what the fuck Galaxy Hops are. And then uh, I can describe it. Sounds like some hops they got out of Star Wars. Galaxy hops. Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Belgian yeast. Oh. We'll see how it tastes. But that's the last one of tonight. Oh, this is the last. So what are we getting after? The one we're currently on now is Standard Florida Man. So you're one beer ahead of me. There we go. Well, then we'll get to that when we get to that. So, Florida Man is ranged in at 8.5% APV. It's a oh. double Indian pale ale. Yeah, this is a dipper. Um, it's a dipper. Dipper. The world needs heroes. <laughs> and in our home state, Florida, only a very special hero will do. A hero with shark tooth around the neck, the Grim Reaper tattooed on his arm, and a rap sheet longer than his mama's mustache. <laughs> wow, what a description. Wow. A hero who's forgotten more about amateur, uh, taxi dreamy, and alligator wrestling than you'll ever know. What better way to pay tribute to our beloved Florida man than a big old double IPA brewed with nearly criminal amount of hops, a moderate bitterness that just that just about matches Florida's man's general dis, uh, disposition. This hopped up whopper of a beer is a bigger character than guaranteed to sears itself into memory, just like the world's worst superhero, Florida man. <laughs> you know what I got here on my can? I'm going to read it out. Unpredictable varieties of hops used in nearly criminal volumes combined to create a bold Citrusy double Indian pale ale brewed to pay tribute to the world's worst superhero, Florida Man. Let's go for it, man. Let's see what we got on here. All right. This is Florida Man from Cigar City Brewing Co. Let's see here what we got. Nothing like that nice sound of that can popping. (laughs) It's got a nice gold tone to it. Um, Not as goldish as the highlight we just had before it um again the highlight was a standard ipa now we're jumping into a double ipa um it definitely developed some head as i poured it into the cup what's up with the flavor i see your face over there giving me uh uh, like (laughs) oh shit i probably would not have this beer no no it's it's good it's not a bad beer it's just sweet very sweet beer okay it's a nice Dippa. It's not terrible, but I could not have more than two or three of these without being full. It's a without good beer. Being full or without being wasted. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe both. It's a strong beer. It's a good beer. It is filling. It is a dipper. It it definitely is dense. That I'm gonna go with you on that one. Um as I tasted this one in comparison to the two before it. I feel like this would definitely fill me up. As well as the food that I'm uh, eating to accompany it, because you got to counterbalance 
when you go into the savagery of um, you know anything beyond the seven percent APV. So when you're going that high in APV levels, you want to make sure you counterbalance it with some solids. Um, but if I had to pair food to this, I feel like this would be the perfect beer, beer for like loaded nachos. Ooh, and loaded nachos in what extent? Don't tell me you're putting beans in those nachos. Oh, hell no. I'm going to be putting meats on those nachos. Okay, okay, okay. You know, you got to go more than, come on, bro. What do you mean, come on? No, nachos, have, it's a you, valid beans, question. Beans, beans go well with nachos. Beans go well mean? with nachos. But I think, apart from the beans, you need some other solids. Oh, no, absolutely. So You need either. cheese, you need a nice little, like, you know, tomatoes, onion. You need a whole thing to go with it. Some cheese, some potential chopped up chicken, unless you want to go chopped up steak. Steak. <laughs> steak know, is definitely. Chopped up, oh, you know, steak right uh, on top uh, of them nachos. Uh, uh. So, yeah, you know, like, kind of like that famous appetizer you can get at that BJ's restaurant. You know them loaded nachos are always good. Um, and that thing is, if you take it as a single platter, you're the only person there and you eat that whole thing, that's your whole meal from how big it is. All right. Um, but if you're going to go with a family or a couple, um, it's definitely heavy enough to start as an appetizer. Damn and, right. And yeah. don't choose a too big of a meal because you won't have space for it if you eat all those nachos. <laughs> um, but I think nachos is a great combo to go with a spear. Damn right, yeah. Especially no, loaded I, nachos. I think so. What other platters would you think would match well with this beer? Mm. Calamari. Fried calamari? Mm-hmm. Ooh, fried calamari. We can go with fried calamari. Damn right. Because calamari and, shrimp. And, oh. I, I said grilled, not fried, please. I think No no, I think grilled would be would be better. I mean fried. Yeah. Fried no. Yeah, I mean you can go fried shrimp with this too. I don't see why not. I mean, you could, but it's why? Yeah, it's you don't need the breading. You don't need you don't need anything. You just that's because you a bodybuilding healthy soul over here, bro. I'm a fat ass. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with whatever I think tastes best with this beer. But no, honestly though, this is a this is a good beer to like. Like like you said, nachos, grilled calamari would be phenomenal. No, he's going back phenomenal. to the healthy shit. No, I mean, yeah, maybe shit. if you want to look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, damn right with a little bit of sauce on the side what about Fuck a smoked turkey leg up no it's too heavy too heavy yeah too heavy for a smoked yep, turkey leg no way mm. it's a dipper come on bacon wrapped pork chop <laughs> well, well I can go with that any that can go <laughs> pour me that. a glass of fucking water I'll, I'll drink that <laughs> I'll eat that what do you mean Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. I'll eat that bacon wrap pork <laughs> chop with almost anything I pair it to. <laughs> but I think that uh, the Florida Man is definitely a good uh, everyday double IPA. I've never gone wrong with a Florida Man double IPA. Um, and I've had it multiple times um, being a Florida resident, as well as just going by the name itself because the Florida Man just called my attention as I read it. And I was like, oh, sure, I can have that beer. Why not? <laughs> Um, and when I first grabbed this beer and tasted it for the first time, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little beer amateur, and this was not what I expected right off the bat, but now after 640 plus beers in, uh, <laughs> and I say 640, not meaning just 640 different cans, I'm talking about 640 different beers, um, I can double, I can definitely tell you that for a double IPA, it isn't bad. It's, uh, a refreshing beer. It is um, a very refreshing beer. I would sun. not. Oh. I can't compare it to a lager. 
because a lager is always a refreshing beer, but it's it's this is a eight and a half percent APB beer. I've had much heavier dippers. You've had much. Oh, I've had. Yeah, I've had much heavier dippers. This is this. I've is had triples that, and quadruples, and let me tell you that when I had the quadruple that was at ten and a half APV, it I was amazed of how smooth it tasted for a quadruple IPA. <laughs> but again, back to the Florida man for it being a dipper, a double IPA, not bad. No, it's not not bad not at all. If it's, I had to give it a rating on Untapped from 0.25 to 5.0, this is landing in my four. 4.0425 region. You know, I'm it's saying, a hard call. I'm saying, I'm saying three and a half because I got to take you up north and I got to show you a little bit of the breweries in Northern Virginia. I think you'd appreciate okay, them. For sure. And then we can reevaluate where this one lands on the on the. Absolutely. Now, so far in this podcast, since the beginning of the podcast, we've only had one 5.0. From the podcast overall, if I had to give you a list of 5.0s, there's multiple 5.0s I have on my palette, but <laughs> overall, the group in the podcast, we've only had one 5.0, and ironically, it was a sour. Really? Yeah. Wow. The last thing I would have ever expected to come out of no, my mouth. No, yeah, for real. What the? A sour was a the sour one. A sour beer. Ranged in at 5.0. That's incredible. And... The, to me, the best description I can give you was the Green Apple mm-hmm. Jolly Rancher. All right. So, what is the name of this beer? It and is that discontinued. Is a, that is not a like reassuring description of any beer. <laughs> it, it is discon- <laughs> it is a discontinued beer from a brewery down in Miami called Spanish Mary. Um, but I can tell you that the taste of the beer was amazing. And I'll, I'll let you know the name later on because I forgot the name right now off the top of my head. I have it in my notes. Okay. Um, but it's uh, something, something, something juice. Okay. And if I look two episodes back into the podcast notes, I can tell you exactly what it is. Um, but it was a very, very good beer. I would, I would love for them to come back with it because if they do come back with it, I would buy it. And it was at, <laughs> at 7.5 APV. Damn. And that juice name that I told you is called Polly Juice. Polly Juice. My God. Polly wants yeah. a cracker. And it's funny you say that because <laughs> when you really look at the front cover of the can, you say Polly wants a cracker. So you're relating it to a, a pirate themed scenario. Why not? But if I really had to describe you the front of the can, it was more, I can borderline describe it as a Harry Potter can. <laughs> yeah. And there goes the notification from my ring. One. Your ring is. Um, I thought Mac I had this phone on airplane mode. Apparently not. Nah, I put mine on airplane mode though. Yeah, <laughs> mine apparently is feeding off my iPad. Uh, there we go. Now, so there's on one mode. more, right? So this last. Is beer, there not one more? This is the final beer. This and is the final beer. This is the one that I was reading about. This one has a unique name. This one's called the Cosmic Crown. So the Cosmic Crown is in at 9.0 APV. It is a Belgian-style strong golden ale. All right. We've taken the inspiration from beyond the cosmos for a golden-hued strong golden ale and added a galaxy hop to import passion fruit and peach qualities into this profile of ripe fruit and light peppery spice. Um, I tasted it earlier. 
I'm not going to lie. If I really had to compare it to a beer that I really like, it definitely falls into the ballpark of a beer that I have in my fridge all the time. Um, so for it being the first time that I'm tasting this one, I ride off the bat and I'm going to give this a 4.75. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, giving what? it a 475. All right, well, I'm going to fucking try this. Go for it. So you tell me what you think off of this beer. If I had to compare it to beers that I have had at home that I can tell you that I would buy all the time, this lands into my palette of uh, Unholy, Golden Monkey, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Those are beers that, that good, I have. Huh? Those are beers that I have all the time in my in my fridge. It's a nice amber. It's got a nice amber tone it's to a it. Nice amber. Hmm. You let me know what you think. It's got a nice it's tone not, to it, yeah, no it doubt. Seems... What do you smell from it? <sighs> Damn, like that? It's not bad at all. Not bad at all. It's nice. It's nice and it has that that nice hot flavor to it. Nice hot aroma to it. Okay. Very good. Now, if you had to pair it with a dish, what kind of dish do you think that lands? lands something into? heavy. Something heavy. Yeah. Uh, I would say something sauce heavy and something uh, Italian. Ooh, like chicken alfredo. Mm. Or are you gonna go more marinara? Lasagna. This would be something for like a lighter, like spring type of dish, you know, something chicken based. Yes. Okay. Something risotto. Risotto. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. This would this would go well with a risotto. Nice uh, chicken risotto would not be. I was thinking ravioli. I was thinking lasagna. I was thinking a very dense, like chicken alfredo. The creaminess would go well with it, yeah. Yeah, because it's you're kind of counterbalancing the beer with a dense meal, but it is a heavy beer. It is a heavy beer. That's the thing. That that is the thing. It's hard to tell, honestly. What I'd have to try it. You know what I mean? You got a risotto on hand. You got a fucking Alfredo on hand. Uh, that's the problem. We that's don't have any thing. of that right now. That, on the, table. the thing is. This beer is very flavorful. It's very fulfilling. What would go well with it? Risotto. Alfredo. Ravioli. I don't know. But I mean, don't give me any of that cheese-filled ravioli old bullshit. <laughs> give me something that's filled in with meats. <laughs> and then we're talking. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. No. Something, something to... Uh, it's like a boom boom, right. right? Damn right. But it's a, it's it is it is a great beer. It is a good beer to pair with a meal. I've never heard of Cosmic Crown. This is Italian the, meal. This is the first time I see this beer today, and I got to tell you that I was impressed. This is it's definitely good. It's, good. it's good. I'm gonna give it a four seventy five. I'm gonna stick with a four seventy five on this one. We have four and a half. Four and a half. All right, not bad. So we definitely got a beer here that's beyond the four spectrum. It's good. It's it's really good. Yeah. It can go well with a lot of things. It can go well by itself. It is a good beer. All right. So there it is. 
these are the five beers of today's episode. So again, starting by beer number one, beer number one was the frost proof. The beer number two of tonight was the Florida man down under beer. Number two was highlight Indian pale ale followed up by the regular Florida man, uh, Florida man, double IPA, and then finished off tonight with cosmic crown. All five of these beers in tonight's episode are from Cigar City Brewing Co. up in Tampa, Florida. So if you guys are ever in Tampa or you want to, or you live within the region of Tampa and you want to explore any of your gas stations or any of your local uh, yeah, check them dis- out. Definitely worth distributors, a, definitely worth the check. You might want to see if they have any of the options available from Cigar yeah, City. I'm right. Hi, uh, hi, Aaliyah was a... Hi, Ali. Hi, Ali. Hi, Aaliyah. No, no, no. Hi, Aaliyah. Hi, Ali. <laughs> Was definitely worth a worth a shot. All right, so you, uh, it's a very general beer. It's a very if you like any Indian pale ale, it you will like high a lie. High a lie. That ain't that hard Hi-a-lia. to pronounce, bro. High a lie, high a lie. None of this crap here is from high a lie, bro. There's no only, shit, yeah. There's only been one brewery I've gone to in high a lie, and <laughs> the only reason, and I say it in every freaking episode that we've done, <laughs> the only damn reason I go back to that brewery is specifically for their stout called Uncle Fluffernutter. All right. That is the Sounds only... ridiculous to me, but no, yeah, no, I absolutely understand why the Hialeah, you think, yeah, no, 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 get no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, st- I, I would love to just say Lake Hialeah, but no, Hialeah is a city, guys. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for ch- uh, listening in on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue on bonus episode four, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's hey, right. bonus he's, episode four. Uh, even when he's wrong, he's right. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, until the next time, thanks for listening in. Follow us up on Outdoors Brews and Barbecue on Instagram or look us up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other podcast providers. Thank you. Thank you.